Blog Talk Radio. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I'm sure I'm glad you did. You know, it's uh, very, very cool. And you found it um, on a particularly exciting day around here. We've got a uh, just a really cool guest on today. I, um, I, I, I love her work. Um, she is phenomenal. I am completely hooked on her uh, latest series. Um, that I've seen, and uh, it's just amazing. I'm talking about Three Pines. Um, uh, Sarah Booth is joining us today, all the way from the frozen north of Windsor, Greater Windsor, Ontario. Sarah, how are you? That's true. Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. First, I just wanted to say thank you so much. Um, the beginning of the month, me and my wife, uh, I think like a lot of people, um, you know, a big part of our uh, entertainment time is spent watching shows. Um, mm-hmm. My my wife, Danny, is, you know, she's crazy. I'll, I'll say, hey, let's watch this. And she's like, eh, I don't know if I could sit through a two and a half hour movie. You know, I'm like, you sit all the time through 10 episodes, hour long episodes of Love Island. I think you can handle, um, you know, uh a movie, but um, so we watch <laughs> a lot so of, yeah, you know, it's crazy. It's, there's so many mysteries <laughs> about my wife that I just don't understand. Um, her obsession with shoes, she has to have, you know, she, she must have 300 pairs of shoes. We, we have a special shelf and everything in the closet for it, and she's always barefoot. I'm like, why are we buying all these shoes if you're not going to wear them? She's like, yeah, but I could wear them <laughs> if, I, funny. if I wanted to. Maybe she's saying the same thing about all your Louise Penny books. That is true. That is true. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that and William Gibson. She's like, you know, I'm kind of sick. Anyway, beginning of the month, I um, we were out of shows because we're always – she wins. Of course she wins. You know, I'm married. Um, so she gets to pick the, a lot of the shows we watch. And we had run out. We had finished up everything. Um, we went through – uh, I, I, I don't think Wednesday had dropped on Netflix yet. She was looking forward to that. She's kind of a you know, we're weirdo artist. But anyway, um, I said, hey, there's this new series on um, uh, uh, Amazon Prime. Let's check it out, you know. And she's like, oh, is it one of your science fiction? I said, no. No, it's not. Because um, I, I, I'm telling you, Lord of the Rings, I think she almost left me with that. Um, not because it was bad, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, just because she's like, can they make these names any more complicated? Well, anyhow, we sat down and started watching Three Pines and loved it. We're totally hooked. We were bummed there were only eight episodes, I will say that. Um, but I really, really liked uh, Three Pines. Amazing. No, had you heard of Louise uh, and these books and whatnot before, you know, signing on to the show? 
I actually didn't know about Louise Penny. So when I received the breakdown, um, I saw, you know, who was making the show and that they were based on books. So I went and did all my research as an actor should, and I realized, oh, wow, this is, this is big. There's 18, well, there was about to be 18 books. I was like, really blown away and then I kind of went down the rabbit hole and discovered a whole new Louise Penny world which I ended up you know falling in love with of course well you know I have to say as as an actor as a thespian Sarah you um you know that you you pick these roles and wade into really hard Really critical fandoms is what I'm going to say. You know, Star Trek Discovery, Star Trek fans, be a little rough, yeah. you know? Um, <laughs> that computer didn't yeah. make the right thing. Um, are you kidding me? I mean, you know how these people are. <laughs> um, and, 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 and these books, I think the fandoms ju- would be just as critical. Again, I'm not an expert in it. I don't know. You know, maybe not. Maybe they're lovely. I'm sure they're lovely people. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I my wife was very excited. I said she's like, well, what is this? Uh, what has your guest been in? You know, and um, especially because we were watching the show already, Three Pines, and then I, you know, the uh, the promo started happening. I'm like, hey, guess who's going to be on the show? And she's like, well, what else has she been in? I'm like, uh, Star Trek. She's like, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, Law and Order, SV, and her. You could have taken her to prom, Sarah. I mean, she just perked up, you know because that's the holy grail of, of wives, apparently, law and order. And, um, and oh, you were yes. That is, that's a big <laughs> one for sure. And I am so lucky to have been part of that show. That was just such an amazing experience to shoot a legendary show, to work with those actors, to go to New York, to do, you know, the thing that you're always, you've always imagined doing. So that is definitely one of my... I guess the the role that most people are, their eyes light up for sure. It's just such a legendary show to be on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, my, my wife, yeah. those, you know, she's, she came down, we went to Disney in October, um, and uh, they had this big thing called Food and Wine, and, and we went down. We, we go, we live in Florida, so we go to Disney like three or four times a year. And, um, okay. you know, it's a nice getaway for a couple of days. And uh, we, we went, she wound up getting COVID because, you know, we're like, eh, COVID's over, you know, mm-hmm. mask, yeah. you know, <laughs> came home. Now, it's interesting because we met up with a bunch of friends up there, and I always get a hard time for my friends because I'm not a big hugger. Um, I, I fit in perfectly during the pandemic. I'm like, social distancing is great. <laughs> Love it. Um, but they all, they all hug when they see each other or when you're leaving, you know, when you arrive and when you're leaving, everybody has to hug. Mm-hmm. And except me, cause they all know. So we come home. She's like, Oh, I got a migraine. She starts coughing. I'm like, Oh, let me get one of the tests. Sure enough. She had that line, you know? And uh, I said, okay, well, you're in the bedroom now for the next seven days. So uh, enjoy. And the girls who watch her house, they, you know, they were telling us everything that was going on. And one of them was the television in the bedroom had went out, had to get a new TV. So it was going to be a couple of days before that happened. And she's like, I can't just sit in here. So we, I said, okay, Google, or I don't want to say too loud because it'll start doing stuff. But I said, okay, <laughs> such and such, 
play true play true crime podcast and she sat in there for a week nonstop listening to true crime podcasts and was happy as a clam. You know, I'd push her dinner in and whatnot every so often. But uh yeah, she loved it. That's that's our well, that's our help. She's definitely gonna love She's definitely going to love Three Pines then, you know? She, a lot of mystery, a lot of crime. Oh, I'm telling you. I was a little concerned at first because, like I said, I had read a couple of the books, and um, I got turned on to it. I, I saw an interview with uh, – hey, and speaking of uh, – let me finish my thought. On, uh, with Louise and Hillary Clinton, I, I think I saw it on, on the mm-hmm. news or something. And I said, well, I want to check out her stuff. So I did. But uh, I saw your Instagram post the other day where, uh, you know, old uh, Miss Clinton there, Mrs. Clinton, was 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 loving the show, you know? Yeah. Giving us a little big. endorsement. Yeah, yeah. It was very nice to see. I was like, whoa, that's, that's awesome. But Louise, yeah, Louise has written a book with Hillary. They wrote The State of Terror, and in right. that book, Three Pines is mentioned. So nice. fans of Three Pines will definitely get a little fun surprise when they read that book. Nice. Well, one of the things I really just adore about Three Pines is it's got a Twin Peaks kind of vibe to it, but it's much more mm-hmm. subtle and much more, in my opinion, well done. It's like it doesn't hit you over the head with trying to be weird, you know? Um, mm-hmm. It's weird, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. Um, and it's very, I think one of the most disturbing things about Twin Peaks is, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, Three Pines, I mean, is it's right on the nose with so many current things that are going, with the first Native uh, women murdered, the indigenous women murders and all that. I mean, just terrible to even think about. Um, yeah. You guys pick that bone up and, and shake it, you know, um, which needs to be done. Yeah. Um I think it's really important, and our our writer was really, you know, she came up with that storyline. I, I think there's a small uh, storyline in one of the books that has an indigenous storyline, but she decided to make it the arcing, um, like the through line of the series. And as they were finishing the scripts and kind of polishing them, that's when all the unmarked graves got discovered in Canada at mm. the residential schools. So it just seemed to kind of all happen at the same time. And we got a lot of um, actors and creators, and one of our directors is also Indigenous. We got um, organizations to consult on the scripts. So it was really nice that they really listened to the community when they were making this series because it really shows on screen. Oh, absolutely. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm a Native, um, American Native, Cherokee, and um, I have Mm -hmm. to say, all of my uh, Native friends and family, anytime, I mean, it's it's like being Italian and watching Rocky, you know, anytime um, Mm -hmm. anything Native is on screen or in a movie or a series or something, I mean, we all eat that up, man. I don't know. I think me and my have dog you been watched watching... Prey about 500 times now. Um, oh, I no, have not it, seen it, but I heard it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. You'll, <laughs> you'll, my wife literally, you know, we have this giant backyard. I, I'm, 
I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not in the movie business, but I'm a cinephile. So we have like an outdoor theater in the backyard and all this, and whatever. I'm on this big organic gardening kick right now. Um, but I, I was setting up a, and Cherokee's have this game where it's like, it's called marbles, but it's used like big, looks like a pool ball, kind of like bocce ball, but different. Um, and I set up a course in our backyard. And so I was going to, after watching Prey, I'm like, oh, I got it. The gal has a hatchet. I'm like, I, I got to set up an axe throwing thing. That's the big trend right now. And my wife is like, no, we're, we're not, we're not doing that. You know, we're going to have a party. People be drinking and throwing hatchets. Not a good idea. And she's right. So we didn't do it. I am um, ama- I'm amazing at axe throwing. I got to say. Really? I'm very good. Yep. I'm gonna yeah. We went and we went one time no. to a place in LA and I just like every time bullseye, bullseye, I was like they asked me to join their team and I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> but it was fun. Well, you're you're you know, that's that's your business stunts and all this kind of stuff and, and acting and, and all that, you know, of course you and you're just cool. Mm-hmm. Um there you go, there you go. I wanted to say, as I understand, you grew up um, not too far from where this was filmed, but you're, uh, I don't know how you say that, uh, Quebecian? Uh, uh, Quebec City? I'm, a, I All right. I'm Quebecoise. Oh, I'm a I see that. You can say of course Quebecoise a or a Quebecer. Yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, you know, the little town, we live in a little beach town called Deerfield Beach, and I think that, um, well, every fall, and especially now that the uh, pandemic settled down a little bit, um, all the snowbirds from Quebec, all you see, we only know it's fall uh, because the leaves don't change color here, just the license plate. Mm-hmm. And they're all Quebec. Um, they love <laughs> us down here. They do. They like to get away from the snow and those you know, those big jackets and scraping your windshield mm. in the morning. Oh, yeah. yeah I have to tell you, it, it's very nice to be able to escape, uh, at least for, you know, a week or a month is also nice. <laughs> and now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In season one, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering Amethyst 
energizing citrate, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com, Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A l b i o n dot com michellebian dot com very very cool stuff check it out we love them we love them yeah they go the wrong way in the grocery store but that's okay that's okay they spend <laughs> a lot of money down here so um it's okay you know uh and you know we haven't had a hurricane in a while you know, at least a month or so so you know we welcome them with open arms down here. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know if your husband's uh, also uh, from Quebec, uh, but if he is, come on down, you two. You'll you'll love it down here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, no, actually, my husband is from he's from Windsor, um, and oh, I'm okay. originally from Montreal. So, well, about an hour south of Montreal, a small little little farm town, gotcha. and we. Sh- it was actually about an hour away from where we shot the series. But, uh, yes, so many people I know go down to Florida. My aunt actually has a place down there. She got there two days ago, I believe. And uh, our, actually our best friends here in Windsor have a place down there as well. Yep. I'm telling yeah. you, it's crazy. It's crazy. Windsor's awesome. I love Windsor. I used to um, – man, I uh, I have so many stories growing up in Detroit and – you know, I, I remember I dated a gal one many, and this was a million years. I'm an old man now, but um, yeah, she would uh, she would come across and she'd wear stockings, um, you know, like like you know, like women do the the ones that come up to your past your knee. Um, yeah. And she would buy a bunch of cigarettes and put them in them, and then go back. <laughs> I'm glad she never got caught, but. Uh, you know, that's funny. That's funny. That yeah, no, it's, um, we have definitely met so many people that is like just in the last few years that are from Detroit and are, you know, they hear about Windsor and they tell us all about their really fun, you know, teenage years and crossing the border and being able to drink here because it's 19 and not oh, 21. Yeah. So. 
Windsor used Absolutely. to be that downtown strip. Yes, it was definitely crazy on the weekends. But it's not really like that anymore because of the passports. And um, it's just like a little bit more strict at the borders after 9-11 as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a friend of mine. Yeah. It didn't happen in Windsor. I remember after 9-11, he, um, he was a professor of uh, primate studies. I was living out in San Diego at the time. And he worked at the zoo, mm-hmm. and he got a, a job. You know, academia—they're just always fighting, uh, you know, for money or a better position or whatever. But he got a job at um, some big zoo in Calgary or something. So he had to move to Calgary. Him and his gal. And okay. They—and uh, he was a weirdo. He was like a big goth guy, but he was a like a doctor. You know, he, he knew his stuff. And um, but he had long black. He was Swiss actually and i remember him calling me after they got up there after a couple of days when they were supposed to be up there he was a couple of days late and i said hey man what you, you took your time getting up there and he goes no i got stopped at the border <laughs> they thought i was oh, no. like a terrorist i said a terrorist from what transylvania um you know you <laughs> what was it he said we crossed in some country place and yeah it was he wasn't happy, but yeah, people were hiding. You know, small, hiding. Did he get stuck at a small border? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. They tore his car apart and everything, you know, and he had all this weird stuff. You know how goth guys are. They carry all these, Yeah. you know, you know why do you have this movie poster of, of Friday the 13th? You know, what are you doing really? You know, and it was uh, very mm. strange, but I, I'm, we're getting far uh, from the field, but, but Hey, I want to do say that, um, Sarah informed me. I'm not going to do my normal bagging on Detroit thing that I've done on previous shows, folks. Sarah told me Detroit's very nice these days, and I take her word because you know she's a famous actress, and um, and they know they'll never Sarah will never lead you wrong. Um, so I, I will be visiting Detroit at some point soon. I'm sure. Um, yes, well, mark uh, my words. It's beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard that from a lot of people too. I, I've heard it's, it's yeah. really cool. I, I've heard the uh, the uh, the Formula One uh, the Grand Prix there is it's fantastic. Um, anyhow, anywho, uh, so you got this role, Three Pines, and um, you had to be a you know over the moon and whatnot. Now, is your husband also in the business? Is he is he a thespian? Is he an actor as well? He is in the business, but he is a director. He also produces, oh. writes, and edits. Yes. Oh. Okay. So a grouchy yes. fella. Um, no, I'm teasing. I'm, I'm Sometimes. Teasing. Just a lot of stress, you know, a lot of stress. Uh, but acting's no slouch, you know. I mean, this, and this is a great role. This is a really, really good series. Um, I'm sure and folks, we should I should say we have links uh, to the Amazon Prime where you can start watching this. It's included with Prime, I believe. Um, uh, 99% sure it, it is. is. Uh, also, it is. Yeah, yeah. See, there, there you go, folks. You can start watching this as soon as the show's done here. It's, I'm telling you, you won't regret it. It's really, really good. But we have that link, and then we have all of Sarah's links as well um, from Instagram, Twitter. All, she's all over the place. And we have those. And those links, I should say, when we're finished with the episode here, we convert it to a podcast and it goes out everywhere. So if you're listening to this on, you know, Spotify or Pandora or, 
wherever we're on everything. Um, just those links stay active. So just click on the link and get over there and, and like and share. Check out her Instagram uh, because it's really interesting and really cool. Uh, you know, just amazing. Hey, so you're obviously very involved. Uh, you know, you know how to use. She's a young gal. She has a cell phone. Of course, she knows how to use social media. Um, but have you been hearing a lot of uh, positive feedback and whatnot? I imagine. Yes, it has been. Yes, it's been really, really good. I've gotten so many messages and texts and phone calls, and it's just been. Um, I call it very welcomed, overwhelming chaos. I love it. I love it, and I'm just trying to soak it all up right now. And I'm really happy that they didn't just drop all the episodes because now we kind of get to milk this for four weeks, which is super fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's very very cool. Um, and it's it's really set up. You, you could have a season two of this. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If anybody's listening, thank uh, you, you know, for saying. Let's fun. let's put that out there. Yeah, let's put it out yeah. in the universe. I mean, there's you 18 know. books, so it's not like we're short uh, material, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, oh, man. I have a friend of mine that's like like Louise, that's a writer, and, and she just, you know, you go to dinner with her, and you're like, who have you been working? You know, you get any writing done? You know, like like an idiot. You say some stuff like that, and she's like, yeah, you know, I wrote 900 pages the, over the past three days. And you're like, 900 pages? Jeez, Whoa, that's a lot. Yeah, they were in flow. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, it's my day job. I'm a painter. I paint pictures of people and stuff, and I'm like, you know, I feel bad. I'm like, well, I did a painting. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh my gosh! Now the only time I work like that, I'm the guy that all the local. Uh, the, the galleries and stuff call when they have a, somebody that drops out or they can't do a show. They call me and they're like, hey, we need 20 paintings in two weeks. Okay. Whoa. And that's the, a lot of material. The only reason I can do that is because when I went to art school, um, I would, you know, instead of working, I went clubbing uh, until the end of the semester when you had to turn in all your stuff. So the last two weeks of, and during art school, none of the weirdos were out at the clubs. We were all home painting a semester's <laughs> worth of work. Um, you know. That's funny. You know what? I'm a procrastinator, too. I need, like, some pressure to perform. Well, yeah. Well, you get big checks. You know, that's the big thing. Um, <laughs> <you know>, uh, <laughs> I mean, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> like, yeah, I got this role. I think we can buy that infinity pool now, you know. Uh, new cars, not a problem. Uh, no, Let me ask you this: you you, uh, you had mentioned you grew up in a uh, kind of a small rural uh, setting. Um, uh-huh. Did you know that acting and showbiz was what you wanted to be doing when you were a young girl? I had no idea it was even a possibility. I would. My yeah. parents were not really like movie people. We had, you know, animals. So we were kind of always outside mm. doing the, the farm thing. And I yeah. had Disney movies. I had the movie Little Women and I had Shirley Temple movies. So I didn't really think, oh, wow, that's something I could do. And of course, growing up, you know, I watched television and all that kind of stuff and realized people were actors or, you know, reality TV, all that different kind of thing. But I just never thought 
like I could do that. I thought it was like, oh, you have probably have to know someone, you know, it's such a hard industry. And right. when I got cast in a play in my last two years of high school, I realized, oh, I really love this. And then once I looked more into it, I realized, oh, wow, I could really, like, make a career out of this. Nice. nice. That's when the light, mm-hmm. see, that, that play, that you were ruined after that. <laughs> you weren't. Yeah, honestly, it is. It's the only reason I really thought, wow, I could do this was was that show. Yeah, that's amazing. I love hearing those stories when when the uh, from people in the creative field when the light bulb goes off because it's so so important. And you know, you just never know. You just never know. And um, let me ask you this. Now, this is a little personal. Uh, you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but um, how did mom and dad react to this revelation, this epiphany? <laughs> well, I was really lucky because my parents were so, so supportive. They said, nice. we see you doing nothing else. Go for it. They wanted me to get post-secondary education, so I did do three years of theater school. And uh, that made them also very happy. But, yeah, I was really lucky because some of my friends in theater school, their parents decided, oh, you want to go into theater instead of medicine or whatever they, you know, their parents wanted them to go into. So they told them, well, I'm not paying for your schooling or I'm not supporting you. And it just seems like it's such a hard industry. You You don't have to make it harder. And also, so many of my friends that went to theater school and aren't actors anymore, took so much from that program and have applied it to, you you know, their other passions or whatever they're pursuing right now. So it's like, it's never a bad, you know, or it's never, you know, if if people have stopped acting, you know, some people think, oh, I failed. And I don't find that's true. I think it's just, you know, you're moving on to the next thing and you can bring so much with you if you go to school for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and, People have to walk their own path. You know, that's that's the big thing. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www dot jamierocks.us www.jamierox.us Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store. It's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking and more. Metal Bay Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time.
My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rockscare, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. You know, and, and to have cool parents, man, I, uh, <laughs> I went on a Facebook rant. This was probably about a year ago. And, you know, it wasn't about, uh, you know, health stuff or, or politics or any of that. Some lady had posted about, she was frustrated and um, annoyed that she had to take her kid to, I don't know, karate or ballet, or I can't even remember what it was. And I'm like, you know, that could be, you never know that, you know, take them. <laughs> That's your job. Yeah. You know. Yep. Come on. To expose them. It's your oh. job to expose them to different experiences and, and yeah. sports and you know, whatever they're interested in because, yeah, I'm just so lucky that I was able, like, we, I grew up in a small town, so my parents were able to let us do, you know, activities that I'm sure in the city would have been so expensive to do. Like, I was able to do ballet because there was a ballet school in my tiny little town. Um, nice. I tell people I had a pony and people are like, oh, wow, you must have had a very nice childhood. And I'm like, you know what? Like we were, we just had like a backyard pony. It wasn't anything fancy yeah. at all. You must it was one. just, 
<laughs> yeah, like I I shoveled a lot of poo in my in my youth, you know, for for riding lessons. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Oh man, I have a friend of mine who's got two girls, and he um he was just telling me this I don't know probably a month ago. He was like, yeah, we uh I finally broke down and got him poo. I'm like, oh my god. He's like, yeah, tell me, it's so expensive. <laughs> It's so expensive. Yeah, we were lucky. We had them in our backyard, so, you know, at least like, nice. that expense wasn't there. But if, but if you live in the city, like, you're paying a car payment just to, like, house your horse. And then you got to pay Absolutely. for, you know, all the things. And my dad loves to call them hay burners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it's so true. And with any animal, any anybody that has a pet, you know, things happen. Thing, animals get oh, sick yeah. sometimes, you know, and then it's even more mm-hmm. money. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, see, I know I'm, I'm my little light's blinking, and um, uh, even though I want to do a three-hour podcast, Joe Rogan podcast with you, um, <laughs> no, we're, we're not going to do that. But I know that, um, you know, you're uh, hot and heavy on the promo uh Wagon right now. You probably have another uh, fifteen more of these to do today. <laughs> it's been, so it's been busy. Lit. It's been great. It's been great. I got to soak it all up yeah. and you know just take take as many as I can right now. Absolutely, absolutely. Real quick before you go, any upcoming projects that you can mention? Uh, you know. Yes, I've done. Yeah, I've done work on a few shows this year, Murdoch Mysteries, that people can watch on CBC or Netflix if you're in the States. And I was also on a show called Transplant. I did a guest star, which is on NBC in the U.S. And I have a movie, a one-take feature film called Last Call. Yeah, that you can catch on Peacock or Tubi. We shot... The entire thing in one take, and no hidden cuts. It's an 80-minute film, and it oh my deals gosh. with um, yeah, it deals with suicide. So I can always send you oh the link to that God. if ever you want to check it out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, definitely get those over, and I'll blast it out everywhere. Uh, that's amazing. That that's theater, you know. That is. Um, I don't even know how you. It was yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it was an well, incredible, incredible so experience. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Um, best to your husband, and I hope his projects are doing well also. He's probably got a million of them since he's doing so many different things. Um, yeah. You know, you guys are making it happen, making it happen. And I, I will be, you already know this, Sarah, but, you know, keep doing what you're doing. You're super good at it, you know? Seriously. You, you uh. are very, your character in Three Pines, you know, yeah, she's a little hard-headed and whatnot, but she, uh, you know, she's cool. I like her. I liked her in the books, and and you bring her to life, and it's it's really cool. You know, very very. Thank good. you. Yeah, I'm really happy that they're leaning into you know her awkwardness, and that we had a little freedom to bring a little lightness to her because I feel like in the books she definitely is a little bit more hard-headed, a little bit more negative. So it's a right. it's a really fun interpretation. Yeah. Absolutely. So like to kick those doors in. Like to kick those doors in, you know. Uh, and this is her big break. So, you know, it's uh, mm-hmm. very, very cool. Well, amazing. Keep, 
keep at it. I can't wait to see more. And again, if any, uh, you know, big uh, Mr. Big or Mrs. Big uh, movie producers are out there or TV show producers, there's a lot of material here. You could do season two. You could do season 12. There is a ton of work uh, that could happen. So, you know, it's a good bet is all I'm saying. Write a check, folks. (laughs) Write a check. Very cool, Sarah. Thank you so much, and happy holidays to you. You know, have a, a, a great Christmas and all of that, or whatever it is you do. And, um, you know, enjoy. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Jamie, and happy holidays to you, too. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us. This episode, of course, as I mentioned before, will be converted to a podcast. We're going to blast that out on all the social media platforms and on all the podcasting platforms. And I know, I know you're saying, Jamie, how many podcasting platforms can there possibly be? Well, I'll tell you. The last email I got is we're on 665 of them. So, you know, oh, yeah, that's, uh, the next one's probably going to be a doozy, but uh, no, I'm teasing. Uh, no, but we are on that many. It's crazy. It's crazy. And uh, so we will see you next time, folks. Uh, we will be back on Monday. Have a filmmaker on. Made a very funny movie um, called Dragon Eats Eagle. And uh, it's, it's, you know, about Trump and the coronavirus and all of it. But it's hilarious. So we will be talking about that. And that will be an interesting show. And we will see you then. You can always go to my website, um, either poprocksradio.com or Jamie Rocks. Uh, .us, and you can always see who's going to be on uh, the following week and whatnot. So we will see you next time, ladies and gentlemen. And remember, we still live in a bit of a weird world. Be patient. Be cool. And, you know, just like our grandmas taught us, uh, treat people how you would like to be treated. Um, You know, even when you're getting a taco or something, don't freak out on them. You know, people working hard. Okay. We will see you next time. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hej, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.